Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a global perspective of growth. The World Economic Forum opened this week in Davos, Switzerland. The price of admission to that conference is high, but the networking is awesome. If you're like me and have projects to get done, you're probably limited to watching a handful of video recordings. The International Monetary Fund's World Economic Outlook was part of the opening statement from the World Economic Forum this week. It highlighted their growth projections for the next two years. In that forecast, the advanced economies like the U.S. and Europe are expected to grow by a modest 1.6% this year and next. The emerging and developing markets are expected to grow by an average of 4.4% this year and 4.6% next year. The big talk is about a slowdown in China. But frankly, it's hard to see 6% growth, down from 6.1% last year, in the Chinese economy as a slowdown. 6% growth of an economy that's almost the size of the United States economy is still massive growth. That's $735 billion of growth. Just the growth of China next year alone is larger than all of Spain's gross domestic product. It's larger than all of Austria's economy. It's larger than Portugal, Hungary, Serbia, Bulgaria, Croatia, and the Czech Republic all combined. And here's the kicker. China's growth alone is larger than the entire Argentinian economy. We're conditioned to think historically of Russia and the U.S. as the two global superpowers. That was certainly the case for the second half of the last century. That's no longer the case. China absolutely dwarfs Russia and all of the former Soviet republics. The U.S. economy is the largest, followed by Europe and then China. The other emerging economies of Brazil, Argentina, India, and Russia are a rounding error by comparison. Now, Gita Gopinath, the director of the research department at the IMF, issued the forecast. In her update, she said that the risks to the global economy have reduced in the past quarter. The two major risks were the U.S.-China trade negotiations and the risk of a no-deal Brexit. The other piece of news is a surprise slowdown in India, one that was not forecast even three months ago. The biggest downward revision of 0.1% in the global economic forecast comes from a slowdown principally in India. Gita sees the U.S.-China Phase 1 deal as offering a bright light, but in spite of this, the risks remain to the downside, according to the IMF. I bring the World Economic Forum to your attention because it's an event where some of the most influential people in the world come together for a week. There are the prepared statements, which are often not that impactful, but what I do find useful to hear are the questions. For example, one of the questions asked why there's such a sharp downgrade to the Indian economy in less than three months. Gita Gopinath answered the question easily by saying that stress in the non-bank financial sector in India has caused significant credit tightening, and with it, a slowdown in investment, which was not in the forecast. These types of insights don't typically make the news. You need to sit through the presentations, and in particular, the Q&A sessions. There's a lot of items on the agenda relating to climate change. I'm someone who's very much of the belief we need to take care of our planet, and we're not doing such a great job of it. I'm not sure we have a good handle on the impacts to our planet. I believe that our greatest risk is not necessarily from climate change, but from pollution. We face a far greater risk to our species as a result of declining honeybee populations that pollinate our food supply. 
the loss of sea life in our oceans is happening at a staggering rate. And I'm hoping to learn more about what changes we need to make as a society to adapt. I believe that these shifts will ultimately appear as a tax on our economic growth. We're going to experience higher costs that will ultimately slow growth. Since our entire financial system is based on the assumption of growth, the possibility of contraction has dire consequences for all of our economies. I'm asking myself the question that if growth were not assured, how would I structure my business to thrive in a zero growth or negative growth environment? What would I do differently? Some of the panel discussions are taking questions from the internet, not just from attendees in the room. By participating in the World Economic Forum, even from an armchair vantage point, I feel more strongly connected to the major forces that are shaping our world. I get to see the spectrum of political opinions directly, and not through the lens of the news media's interpretation of what was said. I'm a huge believer in bypassing the intermediary and going directly to the source. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.